This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Portions of the following program were pre recorded AM 570 KLAC, 987 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570 in LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, here we go on the Friday show. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. A ton of stuff to get to. Dodger tickets every hour. Every single hour. Oh, yeah. Got a chance to win a Dodger, set of Dodger tickets. And we want you to win, so stay with us. You'll have your opportunities. I got to tell you, it's the Friday show. We don't care. And right off the top, I have to correct something. My mistake. Uh-oh. Yeah, I've got to correct something. My mistake. Uh, Russell Small tweets correct the that? show. Yeah, here it is. Correct that. Yeah, no, we can't correct that. My mistake. Russell Small tweeted the show. He goes, Fred, come on, man. The UCLA game tonight kicks off at 7.30, not 5 p.m. You're not helping matters. That's what I thought. You're not helping matters. Okay. Well, Russell. Yeah. All right, you can say that, or you can look at it this way. That's a big difference, Fred. I'm trying to get people there early. In traffic. That's a big difference of people saying, "Ah, I ain't going. Listen. Right at 5 o'clock, I ain't going. Listen. If you're going to the UCLA game tonight at 7.30, your best bet is to leave in 45 minutes. I'd leave at 12.45. True. True. Get there with... These are facts. Plenty, plenty of time. You know, you got a lot of time to hang out there. Take a couple laps around the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Settle in and Enjoy get ready for the game. Martin Jarman did send out a, you know, an excuse. Anybody wants to get out of work today, he sent out a free pass. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Martin Jarman. All right, so they play uh, Washington tonight. It, it is a, a big, big game. game. Big game. It really big is. Game. I mean, we're going to find out if uh, if both these teams are real, right? Yeah. Um, Washington seems like they're pretty good. UCLA seems like they're pretty good, undefeated. Uh, we, we will find out uh, what kind of team both these guys are. So it's a big game. Listen, try to get out there and see the Bruins and the, and the, and the Huskies. It's a big game. Um 7.30 Friday night. If you're not doing anything, get out there. I'm sure you can find a ticket. All right, well, that won't be a problem. But, you know, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. What if, in a fit of either uh, gratitude or insanity, UCLA, for this one night, had said, everybody's in free. Ooh. I don't care where you're at or who you are. If you want to come to the game, everybody gets in free. If everybody got in free. To see UCLA tonight, would they fill half the Rose Bowl? Everybody gets in free. Would they fill half the Rose Bowl? What do you think? Friday night game. If they made an announcement, yes. everybody got in free. Everybody. Yeah, I think they would. I would. I think they would fill half. 
Yes. You think they would? Yeah, I think they would. So they would draw 50000 if everybody got in free? I think so. Why don't they do that I, then? Because I think they would get... They would get a lot of folks from the uh, San Gabriel Valley, from Pasadena area that would just, uh, you know, swing on by. Yeah, but, but, Ronnie makes a good point. Friday night is high school football night. It is. So that it might is. be tough to compete against, where you have so many parents and friends and family members watching their kids play high school football. So it might be tough. Yeah, that, that does throw a wrench into it, but I still think if it's free... Enough people could uh, could muster up the time and, and energy to get there. All right, let me ask you this. Do you think that UCLA should start doing that? <laughs> Do you think they should say, as a special thank you to everybody in, in Southern California, come to the game for free? Do you think that Martin Germain should do that? Uh, no, you can't do that because you start the precedent. How do you ever go back to selling tickets? If you start giving them away for free... Because obviously there's a crisis going on, nobody's showing up, and people start to show up because it's free. How do you ever go back to selling tickets? Well, it's not an issue. They're not selling them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Friday. It's a big Friday show. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But no, no, I don't think you could do that every game. Just do, you know, maybe once, once a season. Okay, that might be a good plan. Yeah. And tonight would have been the night. You know when they should do it? The next time they host USC, <laughs> everybody come in free. <laughs> Only game they draw for. Uh, everybody in. It's fine. Let's oh. pack the Rose Bowl. No, then, then it would really be all USC fans in the stadium. You didn't have to carry it to that level. So well, you, I'm just saying. You didn't have to go there. It wasn't necessary. I'm just saying. All right. Also, uh, here's a programming note. We're alerting you early. Because I'm not saying there have been some issues, but I'm just saying we're alerting you early. On October 14th, it's a Friday. It's two weeks from today. Get there early. Oh, my God. (laughs) We'll be at Hollywood Park Casino. Tickets are free. Uh, Yes, tickets are (laughs) free. It didn't seem to help us last time. Tickets are free. We'll be there from noon to three. We'll be there from noon to three. And we're giving away Dodger playoff tickets. Playoff. Say it loud, Fred. We're giving away Dodger playoff tickets right get there early get there early and we're giving away charger tickets we don't know if it's the game against the broncos or not that monday night game Uh oh kevin may have something to say he doesn't so i don't doesn't. i have no update sure on that fred you, just making sure you don't speak out of turn fred okay we're not sure what the charger tickets will be right let's leave it there but we're giving yes. away charger tickets and we're giving yes. away dodger playoff tickets it is friday october 14th at hollywood park casino now, there seems to be some confusion about this, so let me just elaborate a little bit. If you come to the show, they do have food for you to eat. I think a lot of people think if they go to the show, they're just going to sit in a casino. No, it's it's a, a restaurant setting, very much like BJ, so you can order food and you can eat, and they, don't have, they do have drinks. And we say it, and we'll say it again. If you go to the show, we want you to be responsible when you leave, but there's no rule against you having a couple of drinks. Because we are much funnier when you've been drinking. We are much funnier. I mean, people think we're, you know, relatively amusing on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But I'll tell you what, you have a couple of pops, we are side-splittingly funny. You could fall out of your chair laughing at some of the things we say. So, you are invited. It is October 14th. Get the folks liquored up, huh, Fred? Uh, well, listen, Rodney, it'll be a Friday. All bets are off. 
And as I said yesterday, if we do give Charger Bronco tickets, the game is Monday night. All you got to do is get down there, win the tickets. Did you just say Monday night? We're not giving away those I'm Monday saying, night I'm tickets. saying if they were to be. You get down there, you enjoy the tickets, uh, you stay at the casino all weekend long. Just stay there. There are places you can fall asleep. Many people do. If you've been to a casino, you know. Are they building a hotel on top of that casino? I don't think so. Oh. But I do think they are building a hotel uh, near SoFi in the Stan Kroenke yeah. development. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. But since that's not built yet, you can't go there. Can't sleep there? No. But well, you can... You're suggesting people stay yeah. the weekend. I'm saying just sleep in a corner of the casino. Oh. You know what it's like. You just fall asleep somewhere. You kind of pass out. That's it's my college days, Fred. Right. Well, act like you're in college, even if you're 71 and you win the tickets. You'll have a chance. Come down there on October 14th. We want to see you. Okay, Dodgers back home. Here we go. They're going to wrap it up in the year-long series against the Rockies now. Uh, I think uh, leaving San Diego, they should feel pretty good about themselves. A couple of things. Miguel Vargas stepped up, delivered last night, which was really good to see. Big hit. And you know what? If he is on the playoff roster, he needs to be in those situations. He's hitting the ball. He's playing with confidence. Uh, that was very good for him last night. Big hit. Uh, Will Smith hit the ball deep last night, which was nice as well. You believe that was the only home run? I know. Of the series? I know. That Will Smith home run was the only one. Uh, and, and a team that's got a lot of firepower. Both teams have a lot of firepower to, to have that be the only home run. That was shocking to me. Maybe it goes to say that it was pretty good pitching, huh? Yeah, you can make that argument, and then you can make the argument it is playoff pitching. Uh, it will not be playoff pitching against Colorado. No? No, it will not be. It'll, it will It should kind of be just everybody tee off. Take a little BP. Get out there. Have some fun. A chance to build your stats. Why not? Pat them a little bit. <laughs> Stat builder, baby. Can I have nine at-bats this game, please? Because I'm feeling really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, I thought, was uh, uh, something you have to point out. Uh, also, uh, Bruce Starr opened the game. Uh, okay, gave up a couple of runs, but Andrew Heaney came in and looked very good. Andrew Heaney looked good. He looked really good. Bruce Starr looked a little shaky, though, Fred. Yeah, he did. He looked a little shaky. Um, I don't know if he's quite ready for that role to open up a game, but uh, but you're right. Heaney came in and just was lights out. And and again, I like his attitude. Um, man, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a wealth of pitchers to kind of choose from as we enter this postseason, and and who they choose, who they go to. It's uh, it's really gonna be interesting how they use guys going forward because lately it's like everybody's jockeying for this this opportunity, and guys are coming and and performing well in the midst of all of this, which is a great thing because. You know, sometimes guys get into a situation where, you know, there's only so many spots to be uh, in the rotation or come out of the pen. Guys can either rise up or they can fall down. And it feels like everybody's kind of rising up to this opportunity right now. You know, don't look at it like this as the playoffs approach. The standard. Who is your closer? Right. Who are your starters? That's traditionally how you look at it. But the Dodgers have not built this in a traditional manner. So you may see Alex Vessia close. You may see Evan Phillips close. You may see Tommy uh, Canely close. You might see any of them close. You can't just base it on this is how it's always been done. Who's in the rotation? Well, you know Julio will be there. You know Kershaw will be there. 
Would you start a game with an opener and then have Heaney go four solid? They may. Just because it's not as you've always seen it done doesn't mean it won't be effective. And I think in this series against Colorado, they'll take a look at some guys, put them in situations. The other night, El Monte came and did a great job in relief. So I think against Colorado, what they'll do is they'll put some guys in positions just to see how this works, how that works. Rodney, I think you'll see a lot of tinkering now and just trying to polish things up. I agree. I agree. They're going to be guys playing different positions, but mainly I think it's really about the pitching and who's going to be in certain spots. Vessia has looked great late in games. He's been pretty consistent all season long, but lately he has been, I mean, and, and the confidence that he struts around the mound with, I, I love that. But he has been the guy to me that uh, that has really stood out, Fred. Well, we love the guy. Remember when we had him on? Yeah, great attitude. I, I'll tell you one thing. Everybody we have on turns out to be great. Think about that. because they come on the show. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, Alex Fessia, before anybody really you know saw what he was going to be, we had him on because we loved his enthusiasm. Look at him. Evan Phillips. Before he became the guy that we all know him to be now, we had him on right. too. Yeah, you know why? Because we can spot talent. We're different. Oh, baby. We're like scouts. We see we the are. future. We're like Albert Brooks in that movie, The Scout. That's what we are. Yeah. Right. We, If they come on our show, you should buy their jersey. Because you know they're going to be stars. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right, you want to get to this now, and then we'll continue it with Vinny. Because everybody's talking about it nationally, Rodney. Uh, the Tua situation. On Sunday... Yeah. On Sunday, he was slammed to the turf. It appeared he hit his head, got up, was wobbly. I mean, wobbly. They took him off to the locker room. And you know there are concussion protocols in place in the NFL. He comes back out and he plays. And there were a group of people that thought, how in the world could you send that guy back out there? Coach said, no, he hurt his back. He didn't suffer a concussion. All right, last night against Cincinnati, he was slammed to the turf. And similar, that similar, bad. similar situation where his head, where his head banged back against the ground. Yeah, but that, I, I don't know if you can compare what one looked like compared to the other. They were similar. Last night he just got bounced, and he was yeah. down, and he was. But I'm talking about the result at the end. Yeah, yeah. Both the hit, both times it was his back of his head slamming against the turf, and he was out, and they were scared, and they put him in the ambulance and they took him to the hospital. He's okay today. Uh, how long he's going to miss now, I don't know. But from your perspective, you played the position. You better than anybody understand it. Uh, the first one where he got slammed to the ground and was wobbly walking off, but then suddenly reappeared in the game. You're, you're second-guessing, your armchair quarterbacking, but as a guy that played, would you have put him back in the game? Well, first of all, you know, I don't think it's just playing quarterback. It's any position. Um, and And no. Because I, I I must have gotten 15 texts uh, when he went back in the game against the Buffalo Bills on Sunday about why is he going back in the game. If you know anything at all or been around anyone that has suffered a concussion during a football game, you know it right away. You know it. The eyes get glossy. You, you, your equilibrium is off. And he clearly stumbled after he got up from that hit and his head hitting the, hitting the turf. And then... He comes out of the game, and you're like, okay, he's done. He's done. Because it's, as we've known, 
especially in recent years, concussions are something that you don't play with, you don't mess around. If it's even a question, um, the guy's got to come out of the game. And he came out and then went back in, which was questionable to begin with. And as a guy that's had multiple con- concussions in my, my time playing, and, and, the, and listen, the, the protocols were totally different when I played than they are now. They are, well, you, you thought they were more in tune and more skeptical and more, I, I would say, cautious now than they ever have been before. But given this past week, I don't know what the protocol is. Because they should have never, first of all, been allowed to go back in the game against Buffalo after stumbling like that. It's one thing to say, oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm glossy-eyed. But he actually stumbled and, and went down. And then to come back and play on a short week, and then this happened to him again, I, I just I, I don't know what they're thinking. And then try to fool us, Fred, especially ones that know, saying it's a foot and a back injury, that that's, uh, that's what he's dealing with. Nothing to do with the head at all, but a foot and a back injury, uh, so he's fine. Listen, when you've had a concussion, which is usually why they keep guys out a, uh, a week after the concussion, because when you have one, it doesn't fully go away in a week. I, I can remember several concussions that I had that I ended up coming out of the game and, and like, missed the second half or missed the fourth quarter when it happened. Wait, Rodney, before then, you go on, before you go on, because I think this is really interesting, yeah. and you can take people to a place that they, they can't go. Uh, when you suffered one of them, and then continue, but when yeah. you suffered one of them, do you know what that second, the minute you're hit, what happens, and you go, uh-oh? You don't, the only time you don't know is the first time it happens to you. You don't know what that is. What is going on? I just, I'm seeing stars. I'm a little, uh, little shaky. and I, gotta, I don't know what's happening. But after you realize that's what that was, you know immediately. You know I've got and, – and listen, there, there's a spectrum of the concussions that you get. So there are ones that are very mild that you, you get and you're kind of – you're discombobulated for a little bit and then you kind of get yourself back together. And I've had those where – you know, it's lasted a, a series or two, and then I've kind of got my senses back to me, and I was able to continue play that game. But when it happens to you, you absolutely know because you do literally see stars. You see spots, and, and you're like, I can't 100% focus. Um, you have trouble kind of remembering specifics of things. And you can fake it for a little while, but you know exactly what it is. And when I say that they don't go away is because when you come back the week after you've had a concussion, it's so much easier for you to get another one because I don't think the repercussions of the first one have totally left your body. I can remember having them and then take a, the slightest little tiny hit the next week and go, God, I'm feeling like this again. Headache too Why? or no? Not, it's not really a headache at the moment. It's, it's really just you're, you're – you're out of focus. You you can't okay. you know fully concentrate on on what you have to do, and you're not seeing things directly. Sometimes you're seeing double. Sometimes you're seeing on a different level, um, which is difficult. One time I you know I can remember my right eye flickering, you know back and forth where I couldn't I couldn't get my right eye focused, um, and then the severe ones that you just can't remember what happened two plays ago. 
you couldn't remember a series. I, I'm, I remember having one and asking my good friend Eric Kramer what happened in the first half because I had no idea what happened in the first half. But the second, the second time you go out, it's so much easier, which is, I, I, you know, watching that game, I was like, as soon as he takes a hit, I want to watch him because I'm going to see if he's dazed or, 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 or dizzy or dinged, as they say. Um, sure enough, that hit, I mean, although it was a big hit, it was just, and then he locked up like that. You're like, oh, yeah, probably should have never been out there in the first place, Fred. All right, so he went. Now he's done for a while. Would you agree? Now now they can't put him back in a week. Definitely not a week. I mean, I, I think if he gets evaluated and it is and it is a concussion, in fact, what he's had, you know, uh, a couple of weeks he'll be fine, but definitely not definitely not coming back this week for sure. People were upset uh, online that Amazon showed that replay over and over and over and over. Um, Why? Well, I saw the replay, obviously. I saw the replay, so did you. Now, I have to tell you, a guy that works in the television business, I think sometimes you don't show the replays. I'm being really honest with you. And you might say, well, it's part of the game and people deserve yeah, to see that, it. To me, I mean, so, that was not that was not... That was not a Napoleon McCallum. Right, and that's my injury. point. That was not that was not a Joe Theismann situation. Right, where like oh, Dak Prescott, where the ankles point in a different way than than your body. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, I you agree know, with you. I, I get that. That was that was not one of those. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I was okay with it. It didn't it didn't really bother me um, because it was you know it was a although being play. hard, it was a football play. It was yeah. a football hit. He hit his head on the turf. Yeah, I think you know showing him. You know, kind of sitting there locked up, I think probably was a bad idea showing that over um, because that's the image that, that makes it eerie uh, is when he can't control his fingers and his hands. Right. Yeah, and, and I but, agree with you, but overall. And I think that, uh, you know, uh, Andrew Whitworth said something interesting too when he was talking about it after the game is that as a player, you think you can shake it off, especially if you had them before. If you had them. Some of them, and again, it's a spectrum. So some of them are really severe. Some of them I've had, and I, like I said, I, I didn't remember anything. I didn't remember what happened in the first quarter, first half, and was out of the game and even going home had severe headaches. And then I had other ones that were very mild that I was able to go back into the game because I, I took a series or two off and it's like, okay, now I'm good. Uh, Andrew Whitworth said, because you're a player, you want to play. You want to go back in there because physically you feel fine. You feel like, oh, I'm good. I, I, I'm all right, but it is just your vision and your memory and your equilibrium that is off a little bit, and you feel like, just give me some time, give me some water, give me some smelling salt, I'll be fine, I'll be all right, I'll be all right. Um, but a lot of times you're not, and you yourself cannot recognize that. So he mentioned a time where he went in and kept playing and kept playing until one of his teammates said, hey, coach, we got to get him out because he's not the same. They looked in my eyes. And I was glossy. I, I was not focused on anybody or anything. And my teammate said, I gotta, we got to get him out of the game. And, it's, and he came out of the game. But he said, had it not been for that teammate, he would have continued playing. So you got to protect them for themselves. I'm sure Tua, I'm sure Tua said, let me play. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. No question about it, it was scary. Uh, Betty Bonsignor will jump on next, NFL Insider. Get more on that. Also, Chargers, Texans, and we've got the Rams and 49ers on Monday. And we've got Dodger tickets to give away today. And we are giving those tickets away sometime uh-huh. this hour. So stay with us. Right on. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM570 LA Sports. Oh, yeah, Freddy. You know what it is. It is Friday. We are letting it go. It's like when you get on the mound, you just reach back and just let it go 100 miles an hour. Because we don't care. Yeah. Rodney beat Fred Rogan on a Friday, baby. Let's go. Do want to confirm, Kevin got this during the break, that at our October 14th show at Hollywood Park, we are giving away tickets to see the Chargers and Broncos Monday Night Football. So that is now confirmed. Love that Dodger playoff so now tickets. You can do what they. You can do what uh, you said you wanted them to do, right? Just sleep over. Absolutely. You know what you should do if you win. Honestly, I'm not telling you how to run your life, but if you win, what I would do is I would call Mayor James T. Butts of Inglewood. You're going to be down there. You've got the game on Monday night. Ask him if you can stay with him a couple of days. There you go. The mayor may very open his hospitable. home to you. He's very hospitable. The mayor. Good man. You know what we're going to do before. Before the show, we're going to give out Mayor Butts' home number. No, we're not going to do that. We are not going to give out Mayor Butts' number. Maybe we'll have Mayor Butts come down and be on the show that day. But that'll be good. We'll have him on the air and we'll ask him if whoever wins can stay at his house. Mm-hmm. I think he might be amenable to that. I think we like that, Freddie. Okay. All right. So uh, we'll work on that, Kevin. Ain't going to happen, but... Just tell the mayor we want somebody to stay at his house for a couple of days. See what he says. I'm going to let you tell the mayor that one, Fred. Okay. (laughs) I'll call the mayor during a break. Yeah, see how that goes over. (laughs) You know what he'll say, Kevin. (laughs) Kevin Kevin was wondering, Mayor Butts, if you could have somebody stay. He thought it'd be great for the station and the look and... And even for the city of Inglewood, that uh, you. Right. But it's Kevin. Kevin really wanted you. Uh, wanted me to ask you, man. It was Kevin's idea. <laughs> Don't yell at me. I'm just making the call. Uh, all right. Let's uh, bring on our NFL insider, a man that knows the mayor very well, Vinny Bonsignor. Hello, Vinny. Guys, uh, yes, I definitely know Mayor Butts, and you never know who he might end up with because, uh, you know, a, a week from then. There might be an announcement about another stadium or, or arena being built uh, in Inglewood. It seems like every time I turn around, there's a stadium or, or arena being built uh, in his city. It was amazing when I came out there uh, for the uh, Raiders season opener and to see how far along the Clippers arena is. It's yeah, just yeah. mind-boggling how things are changing over there. Uh, all right, Vinny, let's get to Tua. You saw what happened last Sunday. You saw what happened last night. The question nationally, should he have been playing? What do you think? 
Yeah, it, it, it doesn't look like it. That's, that's for sure. And it's so um, weird because just maybe about an hour before all that happened, maybe about two hours before all that happened, I was talking to Andre James, the center for the Raiders, who missed two games before, before a concussion, right? And because of a concussion. And he literally was feeling great um, leading up to the Tennessee Titans game. And just in the last minutes or so before, you know, um, clearance could come, uh, he, he failed a, uh, a computer, a computer baseline test that you're required to pass before you get fully cleared. So listening to Andre explain, like, step by step, all the protocols, all the guidelines, all the rules and regulations, and they're, they're extremely detailed in order to get back on the field. To hear him talk about it, and that he's finally cleared, he's going to be able to play out, uh, after missing two weeks. And then to see Tua out there, I'm wondering, you know, was there, did something fall through the cracks? Did they just miss something, or were they, um, you know, not diligent enough, or is this a, was it just a coincidence? What happened last night compared to Sunday? Because hearing Andre James talk about it, these are our tough and strict rules and regulations that players have to pass and get through before they can get on the field. Are we sitting here thinking that the Miami Dolphins just cut all sorts of corners and said, who cares, and put them on the field? I mean, that's presumptuous to think that, and I hope that isn't the case. But, man, it looked like something was up last night. It did, Benny, and you're right. There, there are so many strict protocols. You wonder what actually went on down there in Miami. And the, and the scary thing about about the week before against Buffalo is they were calling his stumble uh, because of his back. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. it was a back injury, which maybe left them off the hook from it being a brain injury or a concussion situation. Because when they first announced it, it was a back, I, I, I said this earlier in the show, I got about 20 calls and texts from people that, oh, he's done. He got, he got concussed. And, and when you stumble like that after a hit like that, where you hit your head back on the turf the way he went down, it's 100% a concussion, and it will throw off your equilibrium for a second. And that's exactly what happened. But for them to call it a back issue, that's, he, that's why he stumbled, that first was the first red flag for me and disingenuous. I know exactly, and you know, you, you, your mind doesn't even want to go there, Rodney. Your mind doesn't want to go to a team being so irresponsible that they would actually consider it, let alone do it. Uh, you just, you, it's, it's hard to wrap your head around nowadays. Now, where we are with technology, where we, you know, what, what we know of um, the long-range implications of concussions, uh, the lawsuit that the NFL um, had to had to deal with, all the changes to the tackling techniques and trying to take the head out of the game with the targeting calls and, and everything else and all these protocols that you have to go through. I saw a referee walk one of the Raider players off the field um, because he saw something on the field and said, something doesn't look right. You need to go over here and get checked out. Like they're going through all this meticulous um, steps and, and rules changes and all, everything else to protect guys. And is one team going to just buck all that? Um, it's I, I hate to think that that might be the case. Yeah, and and uh, hearing uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick after the game, um, he was talking about, and this is true, and you know Brian may know this, Vinny. There, are, there are spotters that are in place. They're supposed to be, you know, independent folks that are spotting guys when they take a big hit if they're showing any symptoms of a concussion. 
And when they do exactly. that, they're supposed to call down and, and, and inform the sidelines that, hey, check this guy out. Yeah, exactly. And and look, in the in the coach's defense, um, you know, we just got finished talking to Josh McDaniels about this. They don't know. They're not involved in the decision-making process. That is entirely, entirely yeah. a doctor-driven, um, medical staff-driven decision. They don't even want the coach's input because, of course, the coach is going to want players to play. Uh, but, but nowadays, I don't think coaches even want to be part of it. Like, hey, I don't want any saying it. Let the, let the doctors do what they got to do. When he's good to go, let me know. I'm not going to be part of that because, you know, it's just too serious now. And, and you need to remove, you know, coaches. I would, if I was a coach, I, I wouldn't want to be part of that. I want just tell me when he's ready to go. You guys do your job. I get paid to do my job. Your job is to make sure that he's cleared from this. Um, and, and, and then we can move forward. So, um, you know, I, I, I know the coach uh, in, in Miami, Coach McGann, is going to get uh, caught in the middle of this a little bit. I mean, he's sort of going to be the face of it because coaches have to go up there and talk. But I can't believe, I can't sit here and believe that he had anything to do with any sort of decision to get him on the field. Um, to me, that had to have been part of their medical staff and doctors. All right, Vinny, let's talk Chargers and Texans. Uh, is this a, a get-it-right game, a get-well game for the Chargers? Because suddenly they find themselves uh, not looking real good, Vinny, and uh, not playing as projected. Yeah, uh, it, it, it definitely is. But, I mean, you know, after getting waxed, by the Jacksonville Jaguars, who nobody saw that coming. Um, you know, where do the Chargers go from there? And here's the thing. You go to Houston, and, you know, obviously they're uh, on a whole different journey than a lot of other teams. They're trying to get it right and trying to rebuild. But there's a lot of guys in that in that Texas locker room, including, um, you know, some of that coaching staff that were there last year when they beat the Chargers down the stretch. They, they know that. They remember that. That's one of those where – if you're a professional athlete, you go, ah, you know what, we beat these guys. We can compete with these guys. There's going to be a lot of confidence, I think, from the Texans team that we can take care of this team. We did it last year. Why can't we do it again this year? Uh, so they're going into um, what looks to be a bad football team, but at least a football team that just beat them and has a little bit of memory co- uh, confidence going in, into that game. And all the injuries, you know, Bosa, Slater, the quarterback's banged yeah. up. Uh, Justin Herbert, um, the you know the, they're down another wide receiver. Jackson's just, got an ankle. Yeah, yeah. Keenan Allen, um, you know, uh, it's hard to believe that he'd be a hundred percent. He's still dealing with something. So it's a vulnerable Chargers team, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And they're going into a uh, uh, you know going to play a team that that knows in their mind that they could beat you because they've already done it not too long ago. I know it was last year, but still, there's a lot of guys on that team that were part of that team. So. They might see some fresh meat coming in there and meet that they could deal with. How big of this is this? Is you know we hate to do it. I hate to do it, but this is a huge game. One and two are sitting, got blown out by the Jags, going into the to the Texans. A team like Fred said is a get well game should win. You look at it on paper, they should go and win. Yeah, a game like this where you, if you don't win it, Vinny, you start to really look in the mirror about how good are we? Right, exactly. Um, there's a few teams uh, that are that are dealing with that exact kind of question right there. And, uh, you know, that's when guys start hanging their head. Then you start questioning, are we doing the right thing? You know, um, you know, the, the, the buy-in to what the process is starts waning a little bit and getting questioned a little bit. Um, and, 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 you know, you know this, Rodney. Uh, once all that doubt and skepticism and, you know, like, hmm, you know how it starts going. Once that comes through the window, it's hard to get it out of there, man. It's hard to get those thoughts out of there. So for the Chargers' purposes, 
they got to figure out a way to win this game um, because they don't want to fall into that kind of hole. Now, the only, you know, I guess saving grace or, or something that, you know, works in their favor if they do lose this game is that nobody's running away with anything in their division, in the conference. Uh, there's a lot of teams that are kind of still trying to find themselves. Uh, so, so you know, it, from that perspective, it wouldn't be like the season's over even if they do lose, but they would be in a hole that they never imagined and a hole that's going to be difficult to climb out from under. All right. Vinny, we appreciate it. Thank you for the information. Uh, always good talking to you. Have a great weekend. All right. You guys too. Take care. All right. There goes our NFL insider, Vinny Bonsignor. You know, we are giving Dodger tickets away every hour, every single hour. And you know something, Rodney? Maybe we should do it right now. You think so? Let's give some tickets away. Okay, let's go. 866-987-2570. Who's going to see the Dodgers? What caller number? Seven. 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 This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And now another Rogan and Rodney. Oh, yeah! Afternoon Delight. Yeah. I've been walking on the street, y'all. You and Billy G, it's a okay. high cheek, y'all. Eat the water, you know what's the undergiller. Yeah. Today's Afternoon Delight is Rush Hour by Crush. The Korean-born hip-hop and R&B singer recruited BTS member J-Hope as a featured artist on this track that dropped late last week. This is his first solo release in over two years after serving mandatory military service. In a recent interview, he said his decision to collaborate with J-Hope was natural as they were both going through similar music direction and added that he was grateful to J-Hope for providing him with coaching and support. Again, today's afternoon delight is Rush Hour by Crush, featuring J-Hope. An afternoon delight is brought to you by Rusnak Westlake Porsche, the all-new Porsche Westlake with more cars in stock than ever. Now open just for you. All right, Rodney, opening weekend of the Autumn Racing Meet at Santa Anita Park kicks off today. Santa Anita Park has given you a chance to win four VIP tickets to Santa Anita's Oktoberfest trackside and a VIP tour and a $100 betting voucher. Go to am570lasports.com, the keyword Oktoberfest, to enter. And Paul Daisy, way to go, my friend. You've done it. You are going to see the Dodgers taking on the Rockies okay. out of the stadium. There's our first winner of the day. We are giving away Dodger tickets every hour. Stay with us. You'll have an opportunity Come on. to win next hour. Now, a quick stop by by a good friend of ours, Jacob M. Ronnie. And Jacob, how are you? All right. And now, from the court to the courtroom with Jacob M. Ronnie. Hey, Jacob. Oh, man. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you. We, we know you're kind of nuts today and running around, but we wanted to pop you on. Because we know you've partnered yeah. with Wexler's, De- Wexler's Deli about something pretty special. Oh, so special, so special. You know, uh, Fred and Rodney, you know that, you know, as hard as we all work, 
Um, you know, one of the most important things for me is to be able to give back and help as much as I can. Um, obviously, I know you guys are very active in the community as well. And, you know, our latest uh, venture, which has been going on now for uh, a little bit over a month, is that I was approached by um, Mike, who's the owner of Wexler's Deli. And he said, hey, I want to do a sandwich um, and I want to name it, you know, the Call Jacob sandwich. And I said, oh, that's very kind. But, you know, what's the purpose of it? And he said, you tell me the purpose. And I said, why don't we do this? We can build a sandwich together. But what I want to do is I want to make sure that it then it goes and benefits, you know, a charitable um, organization. And he was he was completely okay with it. So we ended up building a, a sandwich called the Big Check Sandwich by Carl Jacob. Oh, yeah. Um, and you know, I think, I think that's pretty appropriate. And, uh, Uh we introduced uh it about a month ago and, uh, it's being sold at both of the Wexler Day location, one in downtown and the one in Santa Monica. And, um, the profits from everyone who purchases, um, you know, these sandwiches goes to the LA food bank. And what I'm very excited about is that so far, the amount of money that we've been able to raise, um, can feed up to 10,000 families. And this has only been going on for a month and we're excited. We just extended it, uh, for another month and I'm just excited. You know, people have really gone out there and supported me and this sandwich. So I'm very happy about it. That is Jacob. That is, that is awesome. You know, we, we hear you, you come on, you're on the billboards and you, you help so many people when they're, they've been in an accident, man. But, uh, not everybody, you know, knows what you do behind the scenes. Of course I do. And how, how much you do from a charity standpoint, you, you support our charity, and you do so many things around the community, man. So I just want to tip my hat to you and, and your firm and your family because your heart is always in the right place, brother. And I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that. It takes one to know one, my friend. Uh, what's the yeah. sandwich? Now, what's in the sandwich? Yeah, what's the sandwich? <laughs> what we go there what's we go. The sandwich? What's in it? Yeah, so the sandwich is smoked turkey. Huh? Uh, jack cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, we've added some chipotle sauce Ooh. and pickled uh-huh. jalapenos wow. on a on a l- lightly toasted rye bread. Mm-hmm. And I got to mm-hmm. tell you, you bite into that, it just keeps on going and going <laughs> and going. And Sounds it's a it, it's a good one. It's a good one. And I, I'm you know I, I I'm gonna get some sandwiches and bring it over to you guys so you guys oh, can yeah. taste it in the studio. But I tell you, it's a it's a good one. It's got a little bit of a spice and kick to it, but you awesome. know the most important part of it is that the taste of the sandwich it. is secondary to the purpose of you know why everyone's been so kind to purchase it. And you know what? I, it's such a, a a great idea, and you can get it at Wexler's Deli in either Santa Monica or downtown LA. And when you bring mine, you can leave off the jalapenos. I'm just saying, you bring one oh. exactly like it is, <laughs> but the jalapenos will put me over, Jacob. I'm just saying. <laughs> You got a jalapeno guy? No, it's too much. Also, uh, you know, y- you are really busy. You got Wexler's Deli going. And also, don't you have the uh, Susan G. Corman breast cancer walk coming up? Oh, yeah. I mean, that one is uh, we're doing our third annual um, cancer walk on October 8th. Uh, it starts 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, it starts in front of the crypto center. And uh, again, you know, this one uh, holds a very special place in my heart because it's a, uh, you know, in October, it's the Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and I turn all of my uh, media, all of my commercials, uh, our billboards, we turn them all pink. 
uh, in honor and support of everybody and their families who has either gone through this, has lost a loved one, has lost a sister, a mother, a grandmother, a wife. And, uh, you know, we really, really uh, cherish them who have been lost and also the survivors. We got to talk about people who are surviving. And uh, we do this walk. It's our third annual walk. We partner with Susan G. Komen in order to do this. Uh, we have a few hundred people who have already signed up in order on our uh, Instagram page in order to walk with us. Uh, many of them are getting sponsorships from their family members to do this walk and contributing that to the Call Jacob team. And uh, we're so excited about it. I mean, it's grown for us every single year and all the money that we raise. Uh, I go ahead and match it and I, you know, uh, go ahead and send it over to the Susan G. Komen Foundation. I mean, we all know breast cancer is used to be called a death sentence. And with all the money that has been raised and continues to be raised, we're getting a lot more survivors and, you know, it makes the you know, hair on my body stand up when I think about it because I've had people in my family who have fought breast cancer. And, uh, you know, we're trying to do our parts to, you know, to really, really fight this horrible, horrible disease. Well, Jacob, awesome, we appreciate Jacob. you coming awesome. on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you come on every week. We talk about sports. We talk about business. But you are the way you are, and people respect you so because of what you do in the community. So thanks for sharing all of that today. Well, I really appreciate it. Thank you for bringing me on, and thank you for allowing me and giving me the opportunity on your wonderful show to, you know, talk about this with your listeners. And I encourage anybody who wants to walk with us to please uh, go on our Instagram. We have a link on it, or just show up. Just show up, and we got giveaways, and we're going to have a good time raising money for a you know terrible disease. L.A. Sports. All right. One hour down and we continue on. Uh, next hour, we're giving away Dodger tickets. Somebody's going to win. We want it to be you, so please keep listening. Also, well, we're going to get a little taste of what the big event will be this weekend. A little taste, a little sample, a little morsel Ooh. of what it's going to be. And that's coming up. Ooh. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.